Well, I'm upper, upper class, high society. God's gift to ballroom notoriety. And my ballroom's always filled. The event is never small. The social pages say I've got the biggest balls of all. And I've got big balls. I've got big balls. They're such big balls. They're dirty big balls. And he's got big balls. And she's got big balls. But we've got the biggest balls of them all. And my ballroom's always bouncing. And my ballroom's always full. And everybody comes and comes again. If your name is on the guest list, no one can take you higher. Everybody says I've got great balls of fire. And I've got big balls. I've got big balls. They're such big balls, they're dirty big balls. He's got big balls, and she's got big balls. We've got the biggest balls of them all. Some balls are held for charity and some for fancy dress. But when they're held by Shazma, they're the balls that I like best. Oh my. my balls are always bouncing from the left end to the right. It's my belief that Shazma's balls should be held every night. I've got big balls, I've got big balls They're such big balls, they're dirty big balls He's got big balls, and she's got big balls But Shazma's got the biggest balls of them all Hey, you know, today is December 1st here at Live from the Dutch Hall, and December 1st is a real day where you determine the pussies from the non-pussies when it comes to the upper lip growth. All the people growing the Movember mustaches look themselves in the mirror at December 1st and say, finally, an end to this horrible uh, disfigurement that I put myself through. But sometimes there's a man that stands 12 months of the year with the same horrible mustache on his lip. <laughs> this man shows that he gives no fucks about anyone. This man... This man is our guest again today, Tyler Shazma. We're happy to have him, and he brought in with him a Haldeman County boy. He trudged himself here with uh, clay boots. Heavy clay boots. Heavy clay boots. He could barely make it through the door. Jordan Shear is here. All right. So the only way to get talking to these two fellas is to do one thing, boys. You know what that is. Play a theme song for me. There you go, Paul. theme song.
All right, listen to that thunderous applause in Life from the Dutch Hall. Hey. Welcome, everybody, to Life from the Dutch Hall. We are the greatest band ever to come out of Pine Grove, Ontario. Mostly because of the, we have the greatest band in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions in the house. Woo. This week, comprised of Steve the Reluctant German on lead guitar. Hey. Michael Bow, the band leader on the Cahoon. On rhythm guitar, we have uh, the rooster, Dave Charters. <laughs> on the sweet, sweet bass, we have Whiskey Wes Haggins. And on the sweet egg shaker, we have our brother, band, or what, a bartender? Triple B. And a bus driver, Paul Van Dyke is here. And our guest tonight. We already mentioned them, but they're, uh, we have uh, Tyler. He's opening for uh, 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 Spencer Nolan Rice on December 15th at Sammy Crenshaw's. Tyler Shazma is back in the house after a long time. Not being here. Shazma. Shazma, a longtime friend of the show. And a first timer to live from the Tall. First timer, Jordan Shearer is here. All right. Let's hear it for Jordan. Welcome, Jordan. Thanks for having me, guys. And I am the host of the show, two-time President's Club Time. Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's get this show on the road. Hey. That worked out good, eh, at the end where you just hit that note, boom, at the end? Oh, thanks, Pete. Yeah, boom. you guys hit, did it perfect. Like we yeah. I like to believe that we were Amazing. a team in it. I like to believe it wasn't just you. It's it all your also, timing, really, is what sets it up. It was also me. It was the two of us together that did that. Aww. And it worked just the two. By the two of us, you mean you and the band? Yeah, me and Nocturnal Emissions. You guys are one entity. We are. It came from my loins. We can impregnate that's ears. True. That's true. Right. right. According to my daughter this week, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, Dave, Whoa. you gave me a phone call in the middle of the week, <laughs> and uh, you said uh, you said my daughter, your daughter went to do a, what, a, a concert recital of some sort? She was singing, yeah, just doing a little solo part at a Christmas concert thing. And on the way home, she said, you know, Dad, I'm really, because pr- I think she felt like the anxiousness of, of singing in front of people, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and she was really thoughtful about it. And she said, Dad, I'm really proud of you um, that you can go on stage and, and perform in front of people. Aww. And uh, and I'm really proud that you put a band together. Well, actually, Pete put a band together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you she, know how many times I have credit. to answer to people when they say to me, like, I was just, just this week, someone said to me, um, Are you part of a band? <laughs> or do you have a band? And I said, yeah, I have a band. <laughs> and they go, what do you play? I go, nothing. Nothing. I, I own them. Yeah. I created, <laughs> I created a fucking band. What, what more do you need? I created the goddamn band, right? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it's true. It does My daughter take, It does take that. great courage to create a band like I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deep from it. your loins. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, we've got some feedback that says, I'm pretty full of myself. That's no. what I found what? this week. Yeah, I'm full of myself. It was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Because I wanted to get negative feedback since I started this show. Negative feedback. <laughs> it's encouraging. I like negative feedback is the best. Stay on it, Steve, because we're going <laughs> going heavy on this. I don't know if the people at home have noticed, but over the last six months, my voice has deteriorated to. Uh, the point where we feel I'm going through an adult puberty every week. <laughs> Reverse puberty. Right. It's going back to adolescent. I start talking normal, and then all of a sudden, I go really like that. <laughs> so it's been happening for weeks. People have been uh, making comments about it. Uh, it turns out that uh, 
Uh, it's a medical issue. <laughs> I had to go get myself checked out oh, good this for week. Good. They put a can. I went to go see this guy who's an ear, nose, and throat guy. He su- he says uh, we're gonna uh, stick a camera up your nose. Uh, I'm literally did in you, this. Did you beg him to stick it up your butt? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't, Dave, because I I've never I uh, d- don't like it on my butt. I told him to to cut my balls when he did it, just because that helps me feel comfortable. Used to. Something, but not nothing up my butt, because that would help. That would clench. I would have a uh, a natural reaction to clench, Dave, because that's I just see. the way I was raised. I was raised I was, I was raised staunch Catholic. That says anytime a priest comes near you, you clench. Right? You went to see a priest about your throat? <laughs> right? No, no. About my butthole. Oh. No, I'm saying. Anyways, I don't. I, I forget how we get off of this. I went to a real doctor, and he was a little throat doctor, and he and he he told me that he put, the the amazing part about this is I was there for about 15 seconds, right? I get into his office. He says, uh, "He goes, what are you a horse?" And I said, "Yeah, I have a bit of hoarseness." He says, uh, how long has it been going on for? I said, I don't know, six months. It's probably more like eight. And uh, and he says, well, that's a long time. I'm going to have to stick a camera up your nose. And so I said, all right. He comes in. There's no, like, numbing or nothing like that. He doesn't numb you. He just comes in with this great big long tube. It's a long oh, tube with a camera on the end of it. And he just says, flare your nostrils. He sticks it in your nostril. He says, breathe in. And it goes, like, oh, in your nose and, like, oh, down that's... your throat. And it's in your throat, and then it, and then it actually didn't feel that bad. Ugh. But then he's going, "Oh yeah, there's something in there." He goes, "You got a growth in your throat. We have to get that removed right away. Uh, we're gonna get you in a surgery like uh, immediately. Um, and that means in like a month because of the fucking liberals, right?" <laughs> this is what the doc said. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know if you've been following politics, but uh, this is apparently what our government thinks is immediate surgery is a, a, month. a January 19th or whatever it was. <laughs> and uh, he goes, this isn't good enough, right? And so we got into politics. I'm like, hey, I just got here, and I'm going to get a surgery all of a sudden. And I, I've been here for like literally like like 50. He just stuck the thing in my throat. Said, is a, he, and now he's telling me, you know, we're going to give you the surgery. Uh, the anesthetic alone could kill you. Right, you could die from True that. Story. No Before big deal. I even uh, touch you, you'll be dead from the anesthetic. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> right. I think actually, literally, like mm-hmm. almost literally, every time they do it, you're almost dead. Oh yeah. Yeah, they put they 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 put they're going to put me out till I'm almost dead, like you said, and then they're going to put some contraption in my mouth that's going to open up my t- uh, mouth to the point where it could break my teeth. I had to sign off on that too. <laughs> I've been there for like now a minute and a half. <laughs> I've signed off that they can break my teeth Man. and potentially kill me from the anesthetic. And then they, they said, and then when we take uh, this thing off your vocal cord, it's going to sound, uh, you could sound like uh, you do now or even worse forever. Oh, <laughs> great. And, uh, he, and then he says to me, you know, I'm not trying to mess this up when I'm going. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like uh, worst case. most of the time when we do this, nothing bad happens at all. Everything turns out good. But he goes, it could, all these bad things could happen. So you have to say that, we have to say that they yeah. could happen, right? Just like when you got your vasectomy, did you do the same thing? Uh, I, I don't remember that, but I just went through my ankle surgery and I mm. had to, to sign off on all kinds of stuff. Yeah. They told you all the dangers that could happen to you when yeah. you were in your I was surgery. surprised about the anesthetic because the guy was asking me questions about my teeth and jaw and stuff. 
and I asked if he was they might have to stick a tube down my throat if something goes wrong and he said no we'll have to stick a tube down your throat because you're not going to be breathing on your own once we give you the anesthetic we have to keep you breathing <laughs> oh, oh my god it's scary as fuck yeah eh? I had no idea I'm mean, just going to be sitting there being like a just like a like you were literally like like you said as close to death as you're yeah. Cosby'd up yeah <laughs> there's no way there's no like, defense you are Cosby'd Cosby'd up yeah. is that the new term <laughs> You're Cosby'd? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they call it now in, in uh, what do they call it? What's new in the dictionary? In anesthesiology school. <laughs> we're going to give you the heavy Cosby. Yeah, we're going to get, this guy needs the heavy Cosby. He's, <laughs> this is going to be like a four-hour surgery. And then, so will they go in and remove it? How do they do that? Laser, fuck freaking laser beam. Oh, really? Yeah, freaking wow. laser beams. Laser they beams. stick a laser beam down my throat, and then they laser beam it out, and then they take it away and test it see if it's like uh like cancerous or whatever Ugh. and then they uh do whatever they have to do after that you think you'd be a songbird of your generation after that man well actually you think so but no you have to go two weeks without speaking at all <laughs> <laughs> what? Right? good luck without wow. speaking at all yes, yes. what about the show well, I'm starting my mime act now for stand-up. I'm doing mostly mime. <laughs> you be all mime. Yeah, mime, which I think is making a comeback anyways. It's got to be getting, come, you know, it's, it's, it's about ready. Somebody, somebody right needs now. to do it. I don't yeah. think anybody's really made a big push in mime comedy lately. You should, do, you should do blackface mime. You know, they're, oh. their faces are always white. Mm. No one's ever done that, I bet. Bizarro blackface mime. Okay, no, because I find that to be racially uh, insensitive. <laughs> Why? No, I do. Because I'm a man of the of a modern man, you know, a yeah, modern man. man. But you know what I'm going to do just to make that racially more sensitive is I'm going to wear a tight, tight afro, and I'm going to paint my face white, like so. Even though, so, you think I'm black with white face. Oh, and therefore, the other way. what's the other way? You see what I'm doing? Yeah, I'm bringing I'm bringing up like tolerance in. <laughs> it. It's great. It's, a, it's, right? a, it's, it's opposite. It's a reversal. It's a reversal. You pretend you're black with a white oh. face. I've always thought face painting was kind of stupid. When little kids would do it, want to be a tiger? Tiger face is offensive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. yeah, what if I'm one of those people who... mermaid face? Get out of here. What if I'm one of those Spider people man. who's decided to be a tiger? Like like my, my real inside being is a tiger, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. So I get my yeah. face tattooed like a tiger. I get the implants of the whiskers and like my... Forehead protruding, and then and then one of those kids just dresses up at the fair or whatever in tiger face. Offensive. I would find that offensive. Yeah, that's right. I agree with you, Shazma. But you know what else? Um, Those people. I'm. I remember vividly. I brought my daughter to get a tiger face paint uh, uh, face painting at Norfolk County Fair, and uh, she was really happy to get her face painted. Uh, She was like about three at the time. And then we brought her to the bathroom to go use the bathroom, and she looked in the mirror, and she saw that she was a tiger, and she couldn't stop crying. <laughs> she was like, oh, man, I asked for blackface. <laughs> I wanted to be Al Jolson. I thought I made that clear to you. I was going to be Mammy. <laughs> I don't know why this is My so lips difficult. need to be whiter. <clears throat> I wanted to be a 1950s tobacco poster. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, uh, kids, kids, uh, kids, 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 kids. To bring it so back sensitive. to Cosby, kids say the darnest things. Yeah. Sure do. You know, we have some great guests here today, so I think what we have to do is take care of our business, get this out of the way. This is a time where every, we call feedback. We got feedback. 
feedback we got feedback this week's feedback is brought to you as every week by our good friends at amazon this is a good time if you guys want to go to the live from the dutch hall website click on the amazon banner it's a christmas shopping season there's lots of stuff going on you don't want to go out and brave those crowds in the mall no it's crazy out there you know what i did on my computer instead of putting amazon up on the little bar where you can click on the easy uh, bookmarks oh yeah just change that to dutch hall and then you click on that, and you go right on the Amazon banner, and away you go. Wow. There you go. Shopping made easy. Have you have you signed up for Amazon Prime, Michael? No, I haven't. I'm a Dutchman. You know what? Because it got- That costs a dollar, doesn't it? It costs something. It does. It costs something, but then you get two-day delivery, and it you get free streaming. I know. I have trialed it. Yes. Mm. If you like the Amazon, if you go to the Amazon trial, just give it a try. Yeah, it's quick. Give it a try. And also, this month- there's a, a try for HBO streaming. If you try that out too, some wow. of that some of that money's going to come back and help the show. No kidding. So those are a couple of things, but also just do your Christmas shopping. That's going to be good enough. That's oh, delightful. And there's someone buying a big dildo, and I haven't <laughs> seen it. I haven't been able to see it come come up, but there's supposed to be a dildo being purchased on wow. my U.S. Mm. I want a U.S. Oh, US customer. dollars. That's even oh. more. Yeah, a U.S. dildo. Wow. U.S. Mm. dildo. Yeah. Is it made in the USA? Even vainier. Oh, it won't be made in the USA. I don't think they make dildos in the USA. Probably not. They're all Chinese dildos. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's any there's any dildos made outside of China. They, mu- they must have charts for size reference and stuff, right? Where are you getting that? They couldn't just use their own. No. That's not a satisfying. Da- that's a David Tell joke, I think. It's like a... It does make it a little bit more erotic thinking their little hands are all over it. <laughs> <laughs> so big. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the, the, uh, so Amazon, and also VG Meats. If you go to the Life's in Dutch Hall website, click on the VG Meats coupon, you can go to either location in Simcoe or Stony Creek and get a real good me- deal on some very good meats. I'd well, like to thank for a nice jerky we oh had yeah. today. Oh, we got some jerky and Delicious. some nice jalapeno uh, pepperettes. Oh, so good. Baby. Too. And uh, Van Dyke Party Services, <clears throat> let me just say, this is a time of year where in Norfolk County, I don't know if you're a, a big fan of Norfolk County uh, entertainment, but one of the things in the December that's a great f- source of entertainment is the Simcoe Panorama. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. They light up the park, downtown Simcoe, the old duck pond there. They light it all up with Christmas lights. People come on bu- in buses from all over the place to go look at these Christmas lights. Just a beautiful <laughs> uh, surroundings. But boring is all fuck. Just a terrible time all together. Hot chocolate's cold. Yeah, you know, it's it's okay. You can buy some hot chocolate from the Scouts. You can look at the same old tired things, some elves making things. Yeah. Uh, maybe a been 20 years. snowman curling or something like that. Same fucking stuff you see every year. The butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. Yeah, I hear what you're time. talking about, yeah. <laughs> the, the three pigs oh, yeah. and the big bad wolf, you know, they're all there. But it's not fun until you invite between 5 and 29 Van Dyke first cousins. And all you got to do is go to livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com and list the services of Van Dyke Party Services. We will send between 5 and 29 Van Dyke first cousins to the Simcoe Panorama with your party. And we'll have glowing yellow coats on. Glowing yellow coats. You'll be able to spot us from a mile away. <laughs> Dutch, Every, Dutch everybody Hall will know where the party is. Yeah, and all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash, plus all of our expenses, which will be dear. <laughs> 
And if you're not 100% satisfied, we will return your $100 of cold hard cash, but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Uh, live from the Dutch Hall, gmail.com. Hire us. We've never, we've never been uh, refunded. No. 100% satisfaction rating. Yes. So far, so good. So far, so good. Only one gig, but it's worked out like a charm. I don't see why it wouldn't work. It's a real humdinger. That's it for our sponsors. So every week we ask for feedback from our listeners, and there's lots of ways you can give it to us. You can give it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. This week we got on all three of those things. Oh, wow. Right? I started saying, we didn't get any feedback this week. And I'm like, yeah, we did. I looked it up. There's just short stuff. This week, Ryan Loves Will commented on Instagram, this is awesome. Keep it up. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan right? Loves Will. Ryan Loves Will. A nice thing. You know, Lee Wallace, or he calls himself uh, 337 Wallace on Instagram, he commented to Dave Charters uh, with regard to his uh, scooter, <laughs> nice basket <laughs> is what he decided to key on. He liked your basket, Dave. Usually it's full of beers. I don't. I see you're empty. Yeah. Well, Paul's back as the bartender. <laughs> I was gonna this say, week. roll that thing over there. We could use a couple. Oh, like, well, yeah. You can use it as a transportation. A device. trolley, even. Oh, a beer trolley. <laughs> Last week, Charles, you rolled in here with no fucking. You had like you look, you you look like shit. Like you had like <laughs> your hair's all long and shaggy. You had like a big goatee beard thing with a mustache. How I, I was in. in yeah, I was in between shower days. You smell like an old dish rag. <laughs> Uh, maybe a scuttleduke. A scuttleduke. You smell like a scuttleduke that you left it, you know, like uh, underneath the the wash tub. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. That old smell. No good. I felt like that too. Yeah, thanks, Paul. But the, but uh, this good. week you come in smell. You look you looking fresh as a daisy. Fresh out of the tub, Pete. Your upper <laughs> lip is exposed. <laughs> Had a nice shower, shaved Pussy. up. <laughs> it's a lot better for us because we. I'm gonna tell you, Michael was uh, upset. He was so he, he was so upset. He got he got pissed drunk <laughs> to the point where he was barely was. coherent last that week. Was my, that was my favorite last week. I was upset. Last was week, Mike was good. so drunk it was like behind the music. It was like the behind the music of Life from the Dutch Hall, where it's like one of us has fallen off the rails and it was Michael. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody got to see him cry after the show. Still celebrating yeah. harvest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We thought it was cool after the second season, but the third, fourth season, it's just it's starting to get sad. Yeah. Deep into November. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're only allowed for a month. <laughs> after that, you got to cut it off. He's still celebrating in February. Yeah, you, know? you, go, you go till the snow flies, I guess. That's what I was waiting for. Oh, well. Those good times. Anyways, we also got Facebook. It's it's the again on Charter Scooter thing. It says, "Oh my goodness, it's even funnier than I imagined when you first described it." <laughs> and that was from Lori Ball. Mark Long said, "Great show as always." And on Twitter, this is my favorite one of the week. It says from Ryan Vandenbush, who was last week's guest. He's bringing in trees next week. Uh, uh, awesome. La Forest. Mark, Mark LaForest. In this room yeah, next week? Yeah, Mark awesome. LaForest oh, is coming in next week oh, with uh, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he's a beauty. He's, he, we're we're going to have some good stories from trees. But uh, he said the music at the beginning is the best part of this episode, <laughs> which discounted himself, who was interviewed, but also everything that we we did as a show, <laughs> except, except for the beginning, right? <laughs> 
He's basically saying shout once you finish the Mitchell. song, then shut the show off. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't help us very much. You know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but I'm going to say, you know, and we don't usually do this, but Ryan Vandenbush, because of your honest candor. Wow. Wow. And self-deprecating nature. What? You're the happening? listener of the week. Wow, he's the listener of the week. This is his week. That's right. All right, that's it. We got feedback out of the way. All our business is out of the way. Now we can finally get to our guests who have shown Woo! up. They've come all the way from uh, Hamilton and Hagersville. A ridden boots. Yeah. It's 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 what I call. It was really the the, the old trip through Halden Norfolk that they took. Yeah, we did. Yeah, down the down the four hundred three to the number six. Right through where they filmed the Blair Witch, and then just keep going. <laughs> yes, hit the yeah. sand, and there you are. Oh yes, the clay of the sand, the whole. Just don't get south of Highway Three for love of God. Now you're here. You stick on that Highway Three like you're riding on the edge of a cliff. I, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gets a little dicey out here south of Highway Three, boys. Yeah, yeah. it's Especially- something about the water, eh? In the lake in Lake Erie, you get too close to the water and it turns you a little crazy. Well, he also ha- drives a vehicle that doesn't have a speedometer. <laughs> like, you can't see how fast you're going in it. Yeah, not, none of the gauges work. At one point, Perfect. we were driving. He's just booking it down the, the road. <laughs> I look over at the speedometer. It's just at zero. I got, I got a wheel bearing going, too. She's, For a second, she's I was shaking. like, I feel like we died. And I, like this is the first moment of me, my soul like descending into heaven right now. Wait like, you drive home. crazy. And he's, uh, he's like, yeah, we shouldn't roll through Simcoe. I always get pulled over. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have a speedometer, dude. Like, Of course you're going to get pulled over. Isn't and there I, a certain amount of... And then I packed a bowl and we drove through Simcoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to be safe. Isn't there like a certain amount of freedom that comes when your car is such a piece of shit that you don't really give a shit, you don't care at all about well, it? Well, last week I... Uh, True. What was it? Monday or so, I had to go to the car wash in Hamilton because I was going down the gravel roads all Oxford County all weekend. And I get to Hamilton, there was six inches of mud on there. I had to go hose her off because I was just stuck out like a sore thumb. And guess what happened right after you after you did that? It rained, didn't it? It did. It did. I watched it. I watched it on Instagram. I was like, "Look at Shazman washing his car. It's gonna fucking rain." <laughs> That's a sure sign. But it's stuck out. I got to stay under the radar there in Hamilton, you know. Did you take it to one of those, like, wash-your-own-car places, or did you drive it through the one that... What do you think, Dave? He's not. I think you probably just drove it through. No. Are you kidding me? I get out and use the hose myself. Really? With that high-pressure wand? This guy's no stranger to the manual labor. Shazma grew up in Oxford County, man. He's. uh, Did you ever grow up on the... uh, Did you ever work on a tobacco farm? Absolutely. All through high school. There's your answer right there. There you go. Work ethic. You think he's going to go through the drive-thru? Worked in hay and straw. Used to pick up stones. You ever pick up a stone? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sandy down here. (laughs) Here's the eyes. Oh, it gets a little rocky north of here. There is. There's a finger that goes through, isn't it? Yeah, you put those right on the old uh, fence line, and you can make a a wall out of them. (laughs) You look at a couple farms down by Semco. They got a a wall, wall, stone wall. You know that that's not made from that's from stones they picked in the field. Yeah, they didn't bring those in from from uh, the potato farm on no Winham's Winham Road Nine. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> else thinks that's funny. Yeah, just us. <laughs> We're all laughing. I wanted to say the guy's name. Man. He's got a rocky farm. 
point. I'm going to make a very specific Rocky Farm joke about a specific guy that grows potatoes. His farm's Rocky. It's a fucking classic Norfolk County joke. Cultivators get beat up every year. I'd hate to be a spring tooth, I tell you that. Not easy. <laughs> Sorry, too much farming jokes. <laughs> so, Jordan, are you you're from you're from Hangersville? Did you grow up on a farm? No, but right across the street from one. You got to watch <laughs> the people. I just sat there and watched it. What did your parents do? Uh, my dad was a uh, medical in a prison, and my mom's a secretary <laughs> on a farm, like on a on a bean farm. On a soybean farm? Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, so you got to be like a witness to the farming community, but you were still an outsider to it. Yeah, I always felt like I was kind of getting the cold shoulder from them. Oh, the farmers never embraced you? They never embraced me. It was bullshit. <laughs> you never picked stones? I never yeah. picked stones. I always wanted to, but... <laughs> but oh. you, you pedal milk now. You're a milk peddler. Yeah, I do. I, I pedal breast milk. I sell, <laughs> I sell breast milk. So you still you still work in the industry. You're still it's shady. It's, it's still farming. It's still <laughs> farming industry. It's factory farming. Yeah. Because like uh, I would it, truly, you know, like uh, all, like around Hagersville, there's a lot of dairy farms. Oh yeah. And uh, truly, I would say that for me, if you were to tell me to drink the milk from a filthy cow, <laughs> yeah, or drink a downright it, filthy cow, or drink it from a human being, yeah. You know, something that I am of, that the nectar that's coming from her breast is meant to feed me, a human being. I would say the breast milk is far less. Yeah. Pete's my number one customer. Just so <laughs> <I know. laughs> he's the only yeah. supporter. Yeah, thank you. I would, do, I would, I would take cheese, yogurt, and uh, ice cream. Thank you very you got much. A whole operation going. Yeah, I would milk a couple. And I, I suggest we go to third world countries to, to milk these women. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well but, let's stay local here. Let's yeah. start local. Yeah. Let's get organic. I just think you're going to get headaches, man. I think we're going to get a lot of bitching from the local girls. <laughs> we go to an offshore program here. We're going to end up there. So really we should nice. outsource the breast milk is what you're saying. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying I think there's other countries that do it better than we do. Yeah. You know, we we got it's just. Well, it's, let's at least go to like France. France. You know how expensive <laughs> French breast milk is, Tyler. Yeah. What are we bourgeois? No, nah. we're tr we're trying to find the cheapest, lowest rate of breast milk. We're the RC Cola of breast milk. We're yeah. just trying to get it out there, man. I was thinking the Sudan. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. We can yeah. journey down to the Sudan. <laughs> yes, luscious nipples in the Sudan. Yes, but warm. I've always heard that. But warm. Tough to, uh, keep. Tough to keep. Big feeder veins. They have big feeder veins. Eh? Nice Dave, areolas. you ever seen? A, you got four kids, Dave. You ever seen a feeder vein? <laughs> <laughs> they're blue. I'll just tell you, they're blue. Yeah. They feed the nipple. Steve, you've seen it. Sure have. You know what a feeder vein is? Sure thing. A big blue one. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you every time. Yeah, they have lots of kids. These guys. It's just a spout on it. Yeah. Have the suit in. Yeah. Their nipples are tough but fair. Yes. Give Diamonds. Me. Diamond nipples. So the, the uh, so anyways, my <laughs> my point is, my I wanted to go in this Hagersville bit with Jordan. So Jordan, you uh, you're in you're in Hagersville. You're 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 an outsider. You're not embraced by the the farming community. No, they don't embrace me. The natives, did they embrace you? 
Yeah, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, right yeah. On. You're a big hit in the native community, but not were they also ostracized by the farmers? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yes. There's a community. I was the outsider, and I drifted into the native community. Like kind of like Kung Fu, the legend continues. Like I was like a loner, but I finally found my way. Right, right. And uh, yeah, no, they actually did. Uh, but I like grew up weird. Like my dad was always like, he is white, but he was always on the res. Like he had like tons of friends on the reservation. We had a sweat lodge at one point in our backyard when I was growing up. Really? Yeah. So he like, so yeah, I got along with them. I just like, grew up with them, so I knew you them. You knew the culture. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And it is kind of funny how it is probably that there was. More of the probably um, like bullheaded, ignorant, racist farm kids. Yeah, that would kind of like ostracize the the native kids. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then then if you were in that same category, you would gravitate to those same kids. They're getting treated like shit by those same kids, right? Yeah, I am a piece of shit, so I gravitate <laughs> towards people who get yeah. treated like shit. I'm like I feel at home here. Yeah. yeah. Plus. Plus, those guys could like get served when they were like fourteen and stuff like that because they yeah. were like huge and they had beards and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Smokes, right? I always had smokes. No oh, birth certificate, but they didn't need it. Just yeah, huge baggies <laughs> filled with cigarettes. Like, cigarettes That's legal. And, cigarettes yeah. and spare tires. Yeah, trust those. Yeah, yeah. Sweet rims. Yeah, those are great friends to have. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, you, you can, know, if, if you want to get buy something big, you can you don't no tax, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But oh no, sorry. I was just gonna say, if I, you know, if somebody has those like plastic spinners, they definitely have like begged <laughs> cigarettes for sure. You definitely plastic spinning wrists. They go hand in hand. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I was gonna say, like, you have you were you both are small town guys. We got uh, yeah. Tyler. You grew up Virgisville. We got Virgisville Braves wearing a shirt right now. Yeah. Woo. And uh, Jordan's Hagersville. So when you guys are going in the cities to do comedy most of the time, Hate it. do you find you bring a different sensibility than some of the city comics do because of your upbringing? Yeah, we were just talking about that on the way up, actually. Um, we just, we kind of, uh, a little, little more, he said imaginative, where we, you just have nothing to do. So you just bust each other's balls all the time. That's what you do in a small town. Right. So we definitely bring that to the table. Yeah, yeah, you're forced to be stupid. <laughs> yeah, my, you have to. You learn how to drive a car in a field, so yeah, that's why I can drive my car down the highway the way it looks now. And down the sidewalk at one point. <laughs> I way drove here. down the sidewalk in Jarvis on the way here for a bit. <laughs> for, for a good hundred feet. The time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That road's all tore up, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know which way it was up. Well, you were make do. You were what? Puberty. Excuse me, puberty got me again. But Mike, you were uh, like growing up on a farm. Yeah. Mike's did West. Did you grew up on a farm. You're a town kid. Charles is a town kid, and Steve's a city kid. City kid. But uh, me, my, city. me, Paul, and uh, Mike were farm kids. You don't get anybody around you. No, like all. you grew up in, on an island. Like there's no, oh shit, yeah, no kids you, to play with yeah. until you can get on that quad and get moving off the farm. You are stuck on that island. So you make shit up to do oh, by yeah. yourself, and especially when you got three sisters. Yeah. There's a lot of Indiana Jones shit going on. <laughs> Just you by yourself pretending, Just right? Pretending to do yeah. awesome shit. So when you decide to shut that off as a grown up, you know, like as yeah. a as a, you just really, I don't think you really ever. There's still a little bit of it left, no matter what, no matter yeah. how old you get. If you've just used to being like that, you're still going to have that playfulness in your head or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, mix between work and play. Like, it's kind of a blur. Like, when we're yeah. working on something, you can't tell when we're working on it. 
We like we just Matt Ferg's been on the show before. Yeah, yeah. He uh, filmed a web series within 24 hours. We came up with the idea and had it filmed. Oh, like it's 24 a serial hours. killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just used to working and having fun. It's the same as being in the field, fucking around and exactly. getting the work done by. and having fun. Yeah. It's getting the day done. Yeah, through yeah, yeah. Right? getting yeah. through the day. So you're laughing but working at the same time. It's kind of like blurred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're used to that. Like you guys worked on a farm growing up, so you probably had to wake up at like four in the morning <laughs> and like plow fields and get yelled at. You get yelled at. So you make the best of it. <laughs> yeah. We would get woken up an hour before we needed to get woken up just to get yelled at. Yeah, yeah. I need a good hour of yelling before we get yeah. our work in. Yeah, that's not even a joke. That's a real fucking fact, isn't oh, it, Paul? Yeah, it's a true story. He'd wake us up, and then we would have to pretend. I would remember I'd get, I would wake up, I'd put on my work clothes, and I would sit, and, like show my dad that I'm in my work clothes and awake, and then yeah. he would look at me and be satisfied. And then I go back up and sleep for another forty minutes <laughs> because there was no reason for me to be awake yet. I live on the fucking farm. I'm awake before people have to drive from town into the farm. It didn't make sense to me, but I can't argue with the man because he's a he was huge. It's like Full Metal Jacket. You're living in Full Metal Jacket. You're doing the boot camp. Yeah, yeah he was a nice guy. I'm not saying that my dad's like uh, that uh, that drill sergeant guy that made the guy kill himself. Arlie Ermy. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to compare your dad to that. My bad. I really jumped the fucking gun. He listens to the show. I don't want to like uh, make him offend him. You know. No, no. You guys are right though because like to to break up that crazy getting yelled at and like then we would go work with the help. Like we would just make games of the work, right? Yeah, yeah. And that made it fun. So you got through the day. The the work was tough, but. I remember have fun with that. Yeah, because it's either you do the work and have fun with it, or you just have you live the movie. You sling do the work, blade. yeah, and you yeah. hate your life. <laughs> you yeah, attack exactly. them with a fucking sling blade. Like you have to laugh. Or it fun. It's not going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, I remember one time we had this. Uh, we had uh, a bunch of guys from university down. I I hired a planning crew from my dad from university friends, and uh, we had a horrible flood right after planning. So it like wiped out a bunch of new plants. So we had to go replant heavy, you know, and like it was like a disaster area. You know? yeah. Big hills got washed out and plants with it. And I remember we just like started pretending that the plants were people and that we were like rescuing all these people. <laughs> and it was a horrible scene of destruction, you know, like the, the Holocaust, you know. And then we just made this the whole news scene about it. And it was like. The story where we were like being like airlifted into the field to save the, <laughs> you know, the plants or whatever. Whatever yeah. worked in your mind, right? Yeah, because other, because otherwise it would just be a boring ass job where you just, just like regular tobacco. Yeah, just regular tobacco. <laughs> yeah, it was just regular tobacco, but it was like the reality of doing the work on its own was was horrible. <laughs> but the the if you could make it into something more glorious, you know, then you'd think that you were, weren't wasting your day. Just digging in the soil. Yeah. But that's what, that's what we did. That's the sort of shit you do that makes you like the way that you are, that makes you want to do the stuff that that we do where we go yeah. up on stage and humiliate ourselves for no reason. <laughs> right? I guess so. It must be. There must be a reason for it. Right? That's what always confuses me because otherwise why do you do it? Like you guys too. Like you guys play music, but why do you do, why do, you do it? It'd be yeah. easier not to, wouldn't it? <laughs> It's, yeah, it's that little bit of uh, adrenaline that keeps you coming back, right? Or yeah. Or, but, yeah, it I mean, must have been you being... smile in the morning or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
And it must come from like you guys being lonely bastards or something. Because <laughs> you must have spent a lot of time in a bedroom cl- flicking at a guitar or something like that, you yeah, know? It's true. There's it's another true. thing that happens when you play together with people, and I don't know what the what the parallel is with comedy if there is one i'm sure there is but when when everyone's doing the same thing and you're in well I'll say like you're in the groove and everyone's doing it together and you, and you have that connection it's like uh i don't know that it that's a really good feeling even if there's no one watching even you know it just uh to do it together with people and, and yeah there's no there's no parallel to that in comedy because we usually feel disappointed if somebody else does better than us yeah <laughs> yeah we're mostly like uh that was good but i would prefer if i was better <laughs> i don't think so I think no i'm just kidding we, we get fucking like he said when we were doing that thing with ferg it was just working hard and having fun like that just, turned out great you too just do that you just do that every day i like that opening segment of that uh, serial killer thing it looks really sharp yeah we're gonna shoot more of them real soon it's fun or like the, you know what I mean, like the opening part where he's running through the streets and then he yeah. he's shooting up uh, you know, cereals, cereals and stuff like that, yeah. chopping <laughs> up the Fruit Loops with his credit card. Yeah, that turned he's out really a good. Serial drug addict. Yeah, that turned out really good. He promised I could be on that show one day. Yeah, oh. he did. We're gonna shoot a bunch of them real soon, I think. All right, really? Yeah. I'm gonna put my I'm putting my name in that old hat. Yeah. I can eat cereal just because I'm an old man. Doesn't mean I can't <laughs> eat fucking cereal. Uh, I'm, that's probably all you eat. <laughs> no, I don't. I I porridge. <laughs> oh yeah, I know porridge. Yeah, exactly. cereal is a little too modern for the old <laughs> this old guy. <laughs> hey, uh, why did you guys uh, um, start comedy? That's what I mean. Like, how long? How long of a battle did you have in your head of? Like you wanting to do it, but you didn't do it. I uh, twenty eight years. It's <laughs> still battling with it. Yeah, still battling with it. It's just always a battle. Everything's a battle. <laughs> <laughs> you? What do you mean? You you did it though. I don't know if I've done. How it. long did you? Do? I forget. People see me sometimes. Last night, people came up to me and they're like, "We saw." I was like, "You saw that." <laughs> it's like, you, you listen to that? You watch that? There's only I'm four. just doing things, so I don't know if people are listening. <laughs> Chasmo yeah. was huffing gas in an alley. He was talking to two cops. <laughs> you <guys> saw that? <laughs> uh, did, did you have a struggle yeah. with it, or did you just, when you decided to do it, you just did it? It weirdly just felt perfect. Like, I started with improv, and I sucked so bad, and it was uncomfortable, and I felt like everybody in the class hated me. Like, I would do j- jokes, and I just they would bomb, and I sucked. And then I remember the first time ever trying stand-up, and that was the first time I, like, really got a laugh. And I was like, it, when I did stand-up, I was like, oh, that's what feels right. It just felt natural. Oh, right. And so, you never like, did uh, improv again? No. Yeah. No, I did not. And I'm, I'm not, I don't feel bad about that at all. Oh, that's like a nightmare for me, improv. It's terrible. It scares the bejesus out of me. It's weird, too, because when you, like... When you go to an improv class, they all know each other, so it's like they're a group and they have like a dynamic, like what you were talking about. Like that's how you would have that parallel of like playing together. Oh, yeah. Is if you're doing improv more so than stand up. Stand up's your own thing, and w- when you're sometimes there's just a certain type of person who who is is perfect to work on their own thing and not have that sort of parallel with other people. And I find a lot of comedians are like sort of loners in that way, where 
you know, what I say is right, and I'll do I'll do what I want to do, and that's what stand-up gives you. You don't have to sacrifice with other people. I remember doing improv and going into the class and having an idea of where I'd want to take a scene in my head, and then somebody would just sidetrack it and take it somewhere else, and I'd be like, well, that's not what I want to do, so it would bother me. It was shark at a grocery time. store. Go. Shark at a grocery store. Go. What's going on? I'm the worst at improv. Get out of the pickle aisle. <laughs> You're a beautiful human being. Do you ever see like uh, where you see like a guy on like a a famous comic on like a to- late night talk show and they're doing a bit that you know, like you've seen the stand up bit before, but then the the guy that's interviewing him stepping on the fucking bit like he's trying to interact with the bit. And you're like, L- get out of the way, man! Like yeah. the guy knows what he's doing. Like stay out of stay out of his way. That's the same sort of thing. Like it's like. When you get too many people involved in a bit, then you could fuck it up more than you can really help it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. That's what scares me about improv. That's because stand-ups have trust issues, I think. <laughs> improv, you have to trust everyone you're with. Yeah. We don't yeah, trust don't like That's anybody. the main thing about improv. We're all that paranoid bothered. freaks. That's what I don't trust about improv people, actually. They seem too enthusiastic, too. They're all so supportive and, and, yeah. and enthusiastic Happy, and stuff. Functional. Happy. But yeah, I like watching. They seem like they don't have problems in their life. Like they're just like happy about everything. Yeah, they're like pizza and kittens. You're like, all right, all right, <laughs> fuck and, off. Yeah, it's so sweet. Yeah, fuck you and your happiness, <laughs> <laughs> your wholesomeness. What, could it be the why, same why thing? Could it be the same thing as what? Of, why do we have to be upset at happy people all the time? Can't we know. be happy? Nah, this is the Shazma thing again because he's so <laughs> Shazma's so positive, and I forget about it every time he comes in here. He's just so positive. No, I just deflect everything to look like positivity. It's because you look like an '80s grocery store manager, and you're like the happiest <laughs> guy ever. Yeah, <laughs> I envy it. I envy it because I don't understand how. You can wear that mustache constantly, and this and 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 uh, have have the the this beautiful uh, confidence about you. You know, like I just know that it's all shit. And I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's that positive attitude again. Yes, but that makes me positive because why not be happy about it being all shit? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Actually. And I mean it as a total compliment, though, Shaz. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you come in here every time, and I always forget how positive you are. Because one time I was just busting someone's balls. I remember one time I was I was with uh, we were at Poacher's Arms in London. I'm gonna be there on Monday for the pro show. For the pro show, opening up for my good friend Pat McDonald. Come out to that. There's a plug right there. I was nice. gonna save it for the end. Well, well done. No, keep doing it, man. You, Slip you, it you, in. You tossed me a you tossed me a little ball there, so I yeah. hit keep- it. Keep doing it, man. Slip so it we were at Poachers the one time, and I remember seeing Matt Ferguson. We talked about him <laughs> earlier. And uh, Matt was eating this uh, nice, uh, it looked like a shepherd's pie or something. Oh, yeah. He gets oh. these thick. They got good a, crab cakes there, too. Yeah. they got. It was a real home-cooked kind of meal. And I yeah. said, Ferg, that, he, he, that looks pretty good. And he's like, oh, it's delicious, right? And I said, uh, it's kind of like your mom loves you, right? And uh Ferg was like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like my mom loves me. And you're like, you're, his mom does love him, you know? Because <laughs> his mom does love them. I've, I've seen Ferg with his mom. And yeah, and she's a real she, loving mother. She's yeah. a great person. <laughs> I didn't think we would be talking about Ferg. Well, I just meant, and then I had to apologize to him because I was just like, I just assumed because of the fact that you've 
you've uh, disfigured your face that you've had a poor relationship with your mother. But that was just an assumption on my part that was unwarranted. Oh, right. Yeah. Right? Because he has a great mother. He has a great mother. He he got the joke, but you were more in the sensitive part. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I wanted to just, uh, we have this segment that we do. Uh, should we do it yet? One more subject. I want to do one more one more thing. I did the, I did this thing where we look at the internet every week, and uh, the one thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, we're in the uh, there's this. I want to do two uh, news stories. Okay, can we do some news stories that I saw? A little bit improv. Yeah, I like the news. And then we'll do weird facts to end the show. Which is kind of like stand prob, <laughs> where just we can just riff on a few things that we 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 talk about. Is that okay? That's okay. It sounds like improv, which yeah. we just <laughs> talked about. We're not doing. We're gonna do it anyways. We're good. We're yeah, good. It's coming at you. I have an emotional reaction towards improv. I'm actually pretty neutral about it. Well, it's, but we're good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's not. It's improv, but it's also whatever you want to do. Yeah. And you can tell us to go fuck yourself, and it's not yes and. It's, it's no, and no. I don't like it. <laughs> no, I, I don't like this. I don't yeah. like. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm cool welcome with that. to do that. It's like the best improv game I've ever heard. Let's do it. Okay, you know American. There's a. We might as well see weird facts. Well, it's weird facts the whole fucking thing. Because yeah. right. that's the way to do it. Yeah. I fucking love weird facts. Fucking weird. These facts are weird. Should I take a look? The facts are fucked. They're so weird. Do you know the most orgasms in an hour is 134 for one woman and 16 for a man? Hmm. In an Holy. Hour? In an hour. I could tell. Bullshit. That. You can do more than 16? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, rapid, rapid, rapid blaster. Oh, yeah. That sounds fucking far fetched. Not me. It's like one nap. Yeah. And it takes then at least an hour. I mean, I could most in a day. What's the most you could do in a day now, Paul? At your age and five. Oh, that's pretty good. Five's wow. not bad. That's awesome. Five's not bad. Man. After two, I'm really tired. I would I, say I tired. need a nap. I need a nap in between every. Oh, oh a okay. whole day. We're talking a 24-hour period, oh, though. Easy. Five is is doable. It's a full five write-off, easy. though. You got like uh, um, you wake up in the morning, you jerk off. <laughs> you got lunchtime, you come in for lunch, you jerk off. That's a, that's doable, right? Come home from work, jerk off, right? Uh, jerk off after supper, and then right before you go to sleep, five times a day. I'd use a woman, Pete. I would not use my hand. I would use a woman. No, but you're doing it to see how many times you can do it. This guy's doing it 16 times an hour. It's a world record. 16 times an hour? Yeah, yeah but a, a woman had 134 orgasms in an hour. Come every time. I bet you she, they were terrible orgasms. She though. must have been drinking water the entire time. you got to stay hydrated. Well, yeah, if you're going to be shooting out uh, jizz or whatever. You know, the, uh, the Bible has been uh, translated into Klingon. I believe that. That's yeah. Cool. That's for the people who uh, really like make-believe. <laughs> <laughs> make-believe two times. Do you know the rich Chinese families used to hire strippers for funerals? Yes. And current-day white trash families, Chinese too. Yes. yes, I think uh, 
that would be a good way to honor your dead father is to have some some whore leave a snail trail on his coffin. <laughs> right? <laughs> Can't get disease when you're dead. <laughs> There's a spider uh, bite in Brazil that causes a four-hour erection. Yes. What if it bites you four times? Well, a 16-hour erection. That's... <laughs> That's, That's how that guy room. came so my, many times. So yes, yeah, lots of doctor. spider bites right in his balls. What? It's over four hours. You gotta call your doctor, Peter. Yeah, I bet dude. that's where they made uh, made Vatger from. Is probably from the, the spider. spider. Yeah, probably. Does the spider come with a little warning? Yes. <laughs> if erection lasts four hours, I'm just trying to help you out, guy. Have a spider. Crawls away. You know, three percent of the world's electricity is used to watch porn. <laughs> yeah, three yeah. percent. That's actually surprisingly low. Surprisingly I low. I thought that'd yes. be more. How do you? you know, at any given time, three. That's a lot. That's that's a really actually a lot. But true. Yeah. Jersey Shore orange is an actual Crayola color, which I think should be changed to Donald Trump orange, right? Jasma, you're doing political humor now. Uh, a little bit. I heard you do a political joke, and I remember you did a show with me yeah. where we did all politics the one time. Do you remember that? No, where was that? It was here. Like it was a, oh, a was live a, from the Dutch, Dutch Hall show, Hall? and you were like, "What the fuck did you just do?" Was to that me? the one like, I got really <laughs> drunk at? Yeah, yeah, because you were like, "What the?" You just threw a bunch of politics at me. Yeah, I don't know anything about politics, but I am doing political humor now. I am doing my uneducated political humor. <laughs> I know, I love it. I'm a political act. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. Look out! Yeah, look out, Trevor Noah. <laughs> He's the new guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over 60% of women and men, which is people, all of them, 60% of people use Facebook to stalk their previous lovers. I also think that's a low number. That is a low number. Yeah, that's bullshit. Right? Because, like, I mean, it should be 100%. 60 admitted it. Right. Yeah. Because, like, who doesn't go on Facebook to look up a girl they once fingered in grade school? Every day. Right? You do, right, Chaz? Three or four times a day. I am right now. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's safe. Chaz <laughs> always This is according to the internet. Oral sex causes more throat cancer than smoking does. Well, and, and what happened to you? <laughs> yeah. It's eating puss, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a lot of eating puss. That's all I do. And, uh... I thought it was great ha- uh, hobby, quite uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, wait, it doesn't have any effect. Victimless crime? Yeah, just eat <laughs> pussy. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> Figure that would be just a hobby thing. <laughs> Turns out cancer. Around ninety percent of people who say LOL don't actually laugh out loud. That's wow. got to be higher than ninety. Therefore, don't do it. Just stop it. What about ha-has? I'm a ha-ha guy. Ha-ha is real, though. Yeah, that's usually when it's real. Yeah, yeah that's real, man. Yeah. I believe ha-ha. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. And a ba-ha-ha is even. Oh, that's, oh. A, that's a belly laugh. You throw a ba-ha? <laughs> that's right. 
What about R O T F L M F A O? Ah, too too wordy. I don't even know what the guy's talking about. Something about their balls. You look like you should be in a ska band right now. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. If you lick a person's elbow while they aren't paying attention, they won't even feel it. <laughs> That's happened to me so many times. You just lick a person's elbow? That's weird facts. Ah. I have one more thing to talk about. The plug. There we go. Shazma. Yeah. Facts. Now you went on a big tour. You're back. You're b- and we're, we're happy to have you here in the Dutch Hall again. Happy to be here. And I had to ask you one question. I your your love life stories, or not? I shouldn't even say your love life stories, but your it's like kicking mud through a screen door. Their way, your way of uh, dealing with the the, the female community. The <laughs> community. As uh, as it always impresses me, and you lately you've I have a gone way on with the ladies. You, you mentioned going on uh, into the uh, what do you call them? The rooms where the girls. Uh, what are they called? Cam girls. Cam girls. The camera rooms, like the cam girl rooms. Yeah. Right? Charles and I used to go on those things when the internet was new. Yeah, I used, to, I used to go on them when the internet was new, too, but this was a, a girl that, that was just her profession. That was just what she did for a living? <laughs> That's what she told me, yeah, but... Uh, How did you meet her, though? I uh, We did not match on Tinder, so I creeped her Instagram and sent her a message. <laughs> Mm. See, I, I like to write poetry to young ladies on the internet. That's beautiful. Wow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> romantic. And yeah. And uh, so you were you were able to win her over with I, your I, words. I won her over with my words, and we talked for two and a half hours. She even told me her favorite soup. It was a Filipino dish, and I looked up the recipe. I was ready to make it for her. Wow. Mm. Sounds serious. And then two and a half hours into our conversation, she slips in that she's a cam girl. And that I should go to her website and give her my credit card information. So I went to the <laughs> website, <laughs> got as far as the email portion, and then I was like, maybe I shouldn't give her my credit card information just yet. No, uh, that's a good call. But make, but make, then make. this is the thing. So right now, at this point in your story, you seem like a rube, right? But you're not. No. Because this is where it comes around. So I tell her I, I'm not all about that, but I still think you're a mighty fine lady. You know, it's 2016. Anyone can have any profession, right? <laughs> if that's how you need to pay your bills is to show yourself on the Internet and you're having fun with it, why not? Right. I'd, still like to con- I'd still like to continue conversation if you like. A day goes by or so, and she starts up another conversation mm. with me and telling me about her day, how she washed her car and was baking cookies, and we've just been we've just been chatting. She's friendly. I don't know if we'll meet up or not, but uh, now we'll normally when a guy hears a message like that where he's talking about making cookies and stuff like that, that's when you realize, oh, I've made a horrible mistake. This <laughs> woman's boring, right? No, she, that enthuses. But that enthusiasm. excites you. <laughs> it excites me. The soup recipe and the mundane coming but, from a from a woman of the woman of the uh, of the flesh, you know dur- what I'm saying? During the second conversation, I was uh, waiting for her to send me the uh, the link again to go to her website and give her my credit card information. <laughs> Did she? No. Oh, so you made it, man. I don't know. I haven't talked. Come to on, her everybody! Show. Congratulations. Over the hump. Over the hump. I think yeah. you did it. it I think work. you did it. So Shazma. 
Uh, you said that you were going to be uh, you're going to be opening for uh, Spencer Nolan Wright from from uh, uh, Kenny versus Spenny at uh, Sammy Crenshaw's in Tilsonburg. Yeah, for the Norfolk County listeners, Tilsonburg yeah. on uh, December fifteenth. Mm. I think I'm hosting the show now, so it'll oh, be a hosting fun time. with uh, awesome. Wally Warwick and, and uh, Wally Warwick's on the show. They got some musical acts. It should be a fun night in Tilsonburg. Yeah, it's a good venue too. That Sammy Crenshaw's is a great place to is watch it? a show. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. Tilsonburg, my back still hurts. Yeah, Eggs. that's where I opened for Jake the Snake. Was that? Oh, yeah, that's and cool. Sammy Crenshaw's, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. We'll get some Norfolk. And the pro show at Poachers uh, uh, next next Monday. Yeah, Monday. From Oxford. Monday, I will be in London at Poachers Arms, opening up for Pat McDonald, who's a hilarious comic from Toronto. And all weekend, I will be in Windsor at Comedy Quarry with my good friend Jason Alley. Oh, cool. Come out to those shows. Yeah, oh. friend of the show. Sounds fun. And uh, Jordan, do you have any dates to plug? I'm going to be at the Comedy Quarry at the end of January, the last week in January. And uh, just come to Comedy at Emerson and at Emerson 109 in Hamilton if you're in on Tuesdays. Uh, the old Tuesdays. Hamilton area, Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Perfect. One of my favorite shows to yeah, do on the whole planet. Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, my favorite show to do on the whole planet. Thanks, yeah? Buddy. Yeah, it's great. I had a great time there Tuesday. Yeah, it's always a lot of fun. We have a lot of regulars who come in, yeah. so uh, they kind of get the room. They're like huge comedy fans, so yeah. it's just a... It's a blast. Good little college bar. Yeah, yeah, great room. Anyways, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And if uh, you guys would uh, like to tell your friends, that would be great. Also, you can provide me with feedback at livefromthedutchallgmail.com. And uh, you can go to like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, all those things. Other than that, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. everybody <laughs> 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 shake that rattle